Greetings in the name of the Most High. Yes, uh, the genius Colin McGinnis there. The maestro. Yeah, you won't beat that. <laughs> uh, not even anyone in Hollywood could beat that. But that's my secret. See, I know something about music, and so I know. You know, it's like I know f some, too much about food or drink, but I know about music too. Uh, God bless. Shabbat Shalom. This is the, uh, I like to, to consider this the day, so it's a day for the word. It's a day to announce that 20 on 20 will be uh, returning in uh, the morning, 3 a.m. tomorrow morning. And uh, 20 on 20 is, uh, you know, we don't force it. You know what I mean? It's God is seasonal. I, I, have you noticed that? It's not all the time on. There's a season for this. And there's a season for that. So now is the season for serious prayer warfare. And I understand that there's a group uh, formed on Facebook by, was it Nicholas Orsini or somebody that uh, is called, I, I forget what it's called. It's a spiritual warfare um, club or, what, you know, a place to get together to, you know, obviously for the same purpose. And um, I signed up. I don't know if um, I haven't been there yet. And um, you know, I'm, I'm. You know what? Younger people are a lot better at getting around on the web and doing all the, you know, <laughs> figuring all the uh, interconnectivity out. But I can say this: that um, uh, so it's going around. So we got that, and I'm, I'm sure they're praying about the same thing. We, uh, you know, twenty on twenty. Just to give you a history of it, it was a Govinda Tidball's idea. He, um, uh, as, as you've known, known him for years here, and of course he has his great podcast. I was listening, the other day, Govinda would be happy to know this, the other day, I had it stuck on Govinda's uh, speaker, and it just like, every time I started the car up, he would be speaking. And I really got into it, into the pods, you know, especially the last couple that he did, really excellent. And, um, oh gosh, and I, it's a, I can't tell you the actual address, it's Spreaker, but it's on Spreaker, Govinda, Faith Mix. Okay, and I think you can get there through faithmix.com. But I highly recommend his pods. They just, I mean, it was just like food, you know, just like, yeah, 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 thank you. Mm. And what happens to me when I listen to a pod that uplifts me, that, that uh, feeds me? We're going to talk about feeding in a minute, you know, feeding cruelty or feeding, you know, or feeding the lambs. There's a couple of different, two opposite directions. But he really... Um, you know, what's on, I think what's really on his mind is what's on all of our minds, which is, you know, what, how, what kind of, you know, life, how now do we live? I think, you know, it's, it's, it's always the follower of, of, of Jesus, the follower of the lamb, you know, the, the lamb is meek, but then the lamb can be fierce, you know, in judgment and can be the ultimate, uh, you, you know, can be the, the renderer of violence, and and slay you know half the earth, and the lamb can you know can do a lot of things. But one one you know aspect of the lamb is you know the uh, the meek lambs that that uh, were given to Jesus for protection from the evil of the world. All of you who are in Christ, all of us, we really um, need that protection. 
Because it's just like to them, they look at us like taking candy from a baby. You know, it's it's on that level. So they think it'll be easy. And um, of course, you know, now some of them are dead. So I guess it's not too easy. You know, I told them not to focus on me, that I had protection and they wouldn't listen. So now where are they? Well, they're six feet under. Is, is it because it, it is because of me specifically? No, because someone that would be would just pick on somebody because they're a lamb. Well, well, they'll pick on their children. They'll pick on it. You know what I mean? It won't just stop there. They'll just be like that out in the world. And you know, people like that. Uh, sometimes they live a long time, but sometimes the plug, you know, the, the plug is pulled. You know, I I have no emotion about it one way or the other. I would have preferred that they that they that they recognize God, and that they got on their knees you know, before the Almighty, which then they realized and then they grew up enough that they would mature enough to realize it's not about them and that we are all expendable. I thought it's amazing how many people of my, you know, the people I went to school with before I was uh, thrown out, not thrown out, but, you know, taken, you know, taken out, I guess, uh, and tortured. (laughs) Um, Yeah, uh, you just wonder, you know, if how they could go beyond high school and just keep going year after year without coming to that realization. And, you know, sometimes, I mean, usually the one, the ones God loves are a love before the foundation of the world. You know, we have predestiny. And so when something like that doesn't happen, doesn't germinate, it's not sad. It's just God never intended that person to be one of it. It was not that that person's destiny was, was, was exactly what happened. They lived, they tore it, they, they, they were selfish, they tore it up for themselves, and then they died. You know? And uh, I remember when we moved into this one house, we got evicted from Santa Fe, from, and if those of you who read my beginning of my novel, which is all changed now, it's changed or edited now, we're, we're bringing it up to a professional standard. I would love to write live for you on subject, just do a performance art, performance art writing, you know. But the thing is, is a first draft can never be as good as a, you know, a third draft, okay? It, it just isn't going to be as good. You know, a first draft is where you just, you know, write, you just blather it out. And the, and the second draft is where you, you know, pull it together. And uh, stuff that doesn't make sense is gone. Stuff that does, you know, and honing the, your sentences so that they're... I spend a lot of time even on one word or one sentence. I'm, I'm very much into words. I love words. That's I'm, I'm doing... And when I write, I'm doing exactly what God wanted me to do, you know? And, um, and then I have the mantle from, you know, got me going again with it because I had quit for so long. Um, I think it's because it kind of comes easy to me that I don't take it that seriously. But something, other things, when I'm, but they don't come easy, I, I really f- try to force it, and then I really get, really get discouraged. But anyway, um, so the lambs need protection, you know, and that would be anybody in Christ is a lamb. Anyone, I don't care if it's Hercules, it's a lamb. It can be, you know, the rock. It's a lamb. You know, it's as meek as a little child. And because the definition of meek really, it really has to, it, in the end, it has to mean in Christ. And then convicted by the Holy Spirit. It has to mean, you know, when you're about to take vengeance or get angry or react, it's got to be like, 
conviction, stand down. Right? God fights the battles and doesn't want us to be big, strong men. He doesn't like Esau, who could fight his own battles, who didn't need to call on the Lord. He loved Jacob so much he broke his leg. Okay? That he actually wrestled with Jacob to just break him, literally, literally break him to be the man of God that he became. So uh, it, it's, um, it's, <laughs> it's really, I've got a verse that I that I've really have to share with you, and I'll see if I, we can f- find it. Okay. It's Isaiah 10. In Isaiah 10, Isaiah 10, 1 and 2. It's interesting how Isaiah starts off about cruelty. Because we're not talking about the lambs being protected. I'm just re reissuing the word of God, which is which is basically this. You know, the lambs were given to Jesus all over the world. Whether you come from a Muslim country, whether you come from a pagan country, whether it doesn't even matter. Whatever your background is, doesn't matter. All these lambs, and we recognize them whether they do or not, are given to Jesus to for protection. <clears throat> what from the evil? That doesn't mean they don't get persecuted and then they're protected, but that doesn't mean they don't go through pain. They go through tremendous pain. But, you know, and they go through so much pain that no one in the world would ever want to be one. They look at that and they go, wow, glad it's you and not me. But um, the thing about the lambs is that uh, they're given to Jesus. Jesus. Job, his like, like this is out of John seventeen. Jesus' entire job, his his whole you know mandate, if you will, from the Father, is to protect those lambs from the evil. That means from any kind of satanic induction, initiation, participation, any of those things. Because see, that's the most important thing to the enemy is that induction, that initiate. In other words, the enemy wants to break you until you finally call uncle and say, okay, I'm with you guys. I'll look the other way on your criminality. I'll play ball. You want sex? Here, I'll do anything you want. You know, that's, you know, that, that's the kind of breaking the world will do. And since they only think about sex and power and money, that's those are the things you're going to be doing as as a slave. But you know, when you're young, you know, when you're young, you're you're especially when you're a, you know a preteen. Yeah, yeah. It's, I was amazed at how many kids, how many peers of mine, joined Satan before they were teenagers. Unbelievable. It's just like a whole, you know, a, 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 like a giant. A group of, of 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 children of the damned. They're all psychically linked, and they're all work. They all suddenly they get their hair cut, and their parents and them are good friends again. There's no more rebelling against the parents. It's like oh yeah, they're all on one page. You know, they're all of a hive mind, and they do it because they want you know money, power, sex. They want acceptance. They want money. They want all that stuff, and so that they're taught that that's the way to get it. Then you know when in Rome. You know, if you can't beat them, join them. You know, all these little phrases. And so they're pressured also in school. I mean, they're not going to let you graduate or do anything unless you, you know, bow down to the, to the fucking asshole. 
And the thing is, they go, well, everybody on earth, I'm sorry, gosh, Lord, please, no more F-bombs, please, help me. I'm sorry, folks. Let's just scratch that and move on. Okay, so (laughs) I think God makes me do that because he wants me to be differentiated from the others in our group, whatever that is, uh, you know, as not being like them. You'll never hear a cuss word out of them, right? You know, people that are kind of close by in this, uh, you know, they're, they're patriots, they're anti, you know, they're, they're Christians or whatever, but they, there's something kind of off, you know? You know what I mean? He wants, and also to differentiate between, you know, the, the church system. You'll never hear a cuss word out of the Calvary, Calvary Chapel or any of these other kind of places that are just like, I don't know what they are. They, they, they seem like the conveyor belts for, 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 for evil. You know, you get on the conveyor belt and they just, they just transform you to evil and then they put on a sheen of good. So you look like an angel of light and you're just really, uh, you know, even worse than the uh, most hardcore Machiavellian guy. So here's the scripture. It's Isaiah 10, 1 and 2. Woe to those who enact evil statutes. I mean, you're going to love this. Woe to those who enact evil statutes and to those who constantly record unjust decisions. Can you believe this? It's, it's unbelievable. So as to deprive the needy of justice, that's you, and rob the poor of my people of their rights so that widows may be their spoil and that they may plunder the orphans. Can you believe that scripture? Let's do it one more time. It just, it, it, the Bible is just unbelievable. I was just led to this scripture. What I, was, what I was searching out is the word cruelty. Woe to those who enact evil statutes. This is just, this is mana. And to those who constantly record unjust decisions, who record unjust decisions. Letting this guy go, but this guy who didn't do anything wrong goes to jail. So as to deprive the needy of justice, and the ones in jail are the needy, of course, and to rob the poor of my people, God's people, they're, they're throwing them into the, the jails, to rob them of their rights, so that widows may be their spoil, i.e. human trafficking, widows, women, and that they may plunder the orphans, pedophilia, child sex trafficking. It's all right there in Isaiah 10, 1 and 2. The Bible has all the answers. Of course, Jesus is the ultimate answer, but it's got all the... the, This thing was written, what, 4,000 years ago? 3,000 years ago? So whatever the history is on Isaiah. What? Really? Because this is exactly precise. And it's precise in a way. This is coming from... uh, what version of the Bible is this? You know, this is, uh, where, what are we? Come on, guys. Where are we? Um, nothing new under the sun, right? I think it's the ESV, the English Standard Version. 
Woe to those who enact evil statutes and to those who constantly record unjust decisions so as to deprive the needy of justice and rob the poor of my people of their rights so that widows may be their spoil and that they may plunder the orphans. There it is. There it is. I'm not even going to read any other verse. I mean, sometimes you just get the one verse. You publish that on your Facebook, Twitter, uh, you know, social media, messaging, whatever. Publish that verse everywhere. This is the ESV version. Um, you know, I think it. I think the ESV reads pretty well. You know, for the for for regular people out there that don't know, that don't like the thys and thous and all that. You know, better than the King, the uh, New King James. But um, that's just brilliant. So I'd love to, you know what I mean? If I was into tattoos, which I'm not anymore, I just have one tattoo called Holy Spirit. And that, what that, why I got that is it just means get out of the way and let God be in control. That's all that means. It's, it's on my wrist so that I'm, when I'm writing and I get stuck, I realize it's not about me. The Lord has the answer. Here he is, the Holy Spirit. Boom. And, um, you know, of all the other verses, um, There's another curious phrase in, in Proverbs 12 I, I think I'm going to share. A righteous man has regard for the life of his animal, but even the compassion of the wicked is cruel. Isn't that interesting? Wow. That, that's just really profound. Proverbs 12.10. There's wisdom in that, deep wisdom for those, for those who are on the spiritual path, for those who've walked the 500,000, the 10,000-mile walk, this is the kind of thing that God will do in engaging your mind, engaging your soul. A righteous man has regard for the life of his animal, right? Oh, Ben's lovely dog, your horse, whatever. Friends, right? You're my friend, uh, Ben's. Ben's well, look, he's, je- he's jealous of the microphone. But even the compassion of the wicked is cruel. So, okay, so the beautiful irony here, be- beautiful language, this is not, not, a, not, a, not a bad rendition. A righteous man has regard for the life of his animal. So, I mean, not just for people, but for animals, you know, for, you know, just has compassion. But even the compassion of the wicked is cruel. I mean, even their idea of compassion is cruel to animals and everything else. It's just, it, they're just cruel. And the, the Bible calls them, God calls them, God's word calls them the wicked, the wicked. And we're going to get into this idea of cruelty, that, that even when they think they're being compassionate, building, you know, work, work housing for the Mauians, you know what I mean? That's complete cruelty, turning them from business owners to slaves, Right? It's just it's disgusting what that mayor has done. And the mayor is Hawaiian. Totally sold out his own people. He's, he's Judas. He's a disgrace. He's a complete disgrace. And he's cruel. He's completely cruel. You have to be cruel to participate in the events that, that happened in Maui. I mean, all these people had to be coordinated by the governor under the rule of the WEF and the UN. And, of course, Biden you know, says yes to everything. So... Basically, they had to uh, coordinate with all these departments. They had to sell out fire, 
electric, contractors, police, all the Hawaiian policemen killed their own people. And they don't even realize it because if they did, they'd all commit suicide. And they should. If Judas committed suicide, that Maui policeman that wouldn't let the people leave and they all got burned up in their cars, they should commit suicide for being traitors to their own people. And furthermore, if they try to make climate change out of it, smash mouth, get in their face, yell, scream, stop them from talking. No talk of climate change when arson is involved. When military is involved in in burning down cities and firebombing Lahaina or Dresden or any other kind of, um, these people for those atrocities, you know, could be put in concentration camps, jail, Gitmo, or just executed for treason. All of them, everyone that participated in Maui should be brought up on treason, which is punishable by death by firing squad. Every one of them should be made to face what they've done and admit to the Maui people they've done it. Not hypnotize the people more, get them more into mind control and saying, oh, it's climate change. We all have to pull together to, to really make things work out. Even the, cru- even the compassion of the wicked is cruelty, don't you understand? Is that too profound for you? If it is, you need the Holy Spirit. I'll just say another thing about the Bible. They can't understand those scriptures I just read. If you don't have the Lord, if you're not walking with Jesus and have the Holy Spirit, the entire Bible will be illegible. You won't understand any of it, not not even one word. So you sure, oh, no, no, they say that when when they read these kind of scriptures in church, people just start falling asleep because they don't understand what it means because even the best teachers, the most celebrated, don't seem to understand what the Bible is saying. Okay, Trish, intervene. Intervene. So even the compassion of the wicked is cruel in comparison. When they think they're doing good, you know, that means they're a normal person. It's just a normal person actually knows there's God and is, you know, humble or humbled, made humble by the acknowledging that they're expendable, we're all expendable. We're all sinners, and we're in a predicament here. It's either, it's either going to be with the wicked and the cruel. And, and, and the wicked and the cruel, they don't just want death, because you could have death that would be painless. It has to be the most painful death possible, and then let the people die after maximum suffering, and watch them calling for help to the wicked people that killed them in the first place, and now they're on their knees before them asking for help. I don't want to see another person asking Bezos for help or Oprah or any of them because the billionaire baby, the Big Bang Baby billionaire class, I like them Big Bang Babies. Remember that was that STP album, Big Bang Baby? It was a kind of a song in the 90s. Well, they're Big Bang billionaire babies because they can just whine and get what they want, right? They don't have to go through any kind of process or work or whatever. They just, I I want that. Oh, okay. I want the head of John the Baptist. Oh, okay. Here. Now will you dance for us? 
<laughs> so even the compassion of the wicked is cruelty. And so uh, they pose as saviors so they can torture you with, you know, they want to bring you the vaccines. And so you go through maximum suffering. Maximum suffering. And then you die. Or the way it is, you, you die. See, one of the other cruel uh, tortures that they do is that when you get a jab, you, you die 10 to 15 years, you know, if it's, if it's a light one, if, if, it's, if this is another part of the program, you die 10 to 15 years earlier than you would have. But nobody will call it the jab because it's been years since the jab. Brilliant, huh? Brilliant cruelty. So that you'll be cut from life from cancer, from something. It, it won't be like COVID-related. And it won't be vaccine-related. I mean, they do an autopsy. They could see that uh, the nano, you know, technology at work in your veins and blood clots and things like that. But the the main thing is, you'll die from something else, so that they won't get blamed. And they don't really care on their actuarial tables. If you die, you know, any time before twenty thirty, you know, you're good to go. So they won't say it's a vaccine. They'll just say, oh, they just they passed away at you know sixty two, they passed away at fifty eight. You know, I mean that that does happen. We accept it. Please help us. Please look deep into your heart, uh, Larry Fink. Hey, Larry Fink, look deep into your heart and help us. Every dollar of his money is there to, to, to torture and destroy you. He would be the epitome of what God would define as cruelty in his word. The epitome. Trying to force our just decisions. Yeah, it's, it's time for intervention. Time to enforce unjust decisions. To rewrite laws. To enforce perversions as normal. You know, and then kill you. You see, the whole idea is to degrade you into something that you'd be a de- de- devastatingly ashamed of. To make you into a freak. And then kill you. And then harvest you. Harvest your organs, harvest your, your blood, harvest your new DNA. Everything they do is cruelty, but everything they do is based on maximum suffering and long-term suffering before death. That's very important because that's how they feed. They feed off the misery of humans. And they, they feed when humans beg them, the billionaire class, the baby billionaire, the babies, they beg the babies, oh, baby, please help me. Please help me. You're, you guys, you know, have rock concerts and you make movies and you do all this stuff. I mean, you know, and you sell stuff and, you know, I mean, you know, we're just little people that need help. Can't you help us rebuild? Oh, well, don't worry. We're buying up all the land and we'll build you some housing. You won't have to pay rent, ever, nothing. It'll be all free. You just work what we tell you to work. Okay. Of course, then that's Hawaii making the exact same mistake they made. How did you elect this Josh guy? Hey, Hawaiians, why did you do that? Why did you elect that mayor? If the mayor has been seen as a traitor, as cruel, I mean, he knows that uh, the police were told the order probably came from him to keep those cars from leaving. 
to make sure those kids stay locked down so we can burn them to death. And then he sits there trying to have a news conference, and when people get in his face, he acts like he's going to go ahead and arrest them. I, I'm, I'm just, um, this guy needs to go down for treason. Treason against America, not just Hawaii, but against America. And he needs to face the full penalty. But even the compassion of the wicked is cruelty. So even the mayor, the mayor of Lahaina, his compassion is complete cruelty. He is completely callous to the, to the needs of families, to the needs of people. He only obeys his WEF masters. And that Josh guy is a complete pathetic... Uh, you know, fool. Uh, okay, that's another. I get these notices from FedEx. I, so Josh, um, you know, uh, Governor Josh should be at least called out on the carpet by Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi's from Maui, so that she should, and she's a, a, a veteran and, and has been in the military. She would be in a perfect position to help, but she's silent. Why is that, Tulsi? Oh, could it be that you were a WEF uh, young and bright upcoming uh, person, that you played ball, that you never really got free? Yeah, baby. And you bow to the babies, the Bezos baby. Wah, 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 I want to own half the island. Oprah baby. Wah, 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 I want the Mauians to do what I tell them to do from now on. I'm boss. Wah, wah, wah. They're going to find out that the billionaires tell the mayors what to do. Yes, the billionaires tell the governments what to do. The billionaires tell the military what to do. That's Ben. He's, he's showing off for you. He's, he's just, he just... He only does this when I'm, on, when I'm in front of the microphone. Is anyone going to help me? Uh, okay. In Zechariah 7.10 it says, And do not oppress the widow or the orphan, the stranger or the poor, and do not devise evil in your hearts against one another. So that's what the Lord expects. He says, you know, don't, Oppress the widow or the orphan, the stranger or the poor, and don't devise evil. I just uh, got a message from someone today that's uh, taking care of an orphan. And it's like, yeah, that's, see, that's Jesus' work right there. We take care of orphan. Uh, Violet and John will be here tomorrow. And we've been all participating in the uh, LTO, the Little Treasures Orphanage, which is a ministry, really, that's a street ministry in Lahore, Pakistan, of the poorest of the poor people that you're ever going to see, and, you know, barefoot and dirty in the streets, and, and saving hundreds of souls at a time, you know, because at, at that point, they accept uh, the Lord, I mean, so readily, they just are ready for it, you know? See how the Lord has compassion on the poor? See that? When you're in the street and barefoot and you've got nothing, and you're being, you know, you're being sold into slavery, half the people that we help in Pakistan are just when when I intervene it's usually there's like a, like four or five people about to be sold into prostitution and uh and or organ harvesting <laughs> and 
So we have to buy their freedom. We have to find a way. I mean, everybody, everybody in this broadcast should be participating in LTO because, I mean, it's, it's the real deal. And some people tried to tell me that at one point it was not real and all this, but, but we've got other people, witnesses, people have gone over there. When they had to move, we were, you know, witness to that, to the whole move where the Muslims were firing guns outside, you know, threatening the kids. And um, it's, it's been a, you know, and then they have an outreach to the, all the Muslims, reaching out to the, to the enemy, not cowering from them, but, I mean, you got kids going up to, you know, Muslim monsters and handing them little tracts and little, you know, pamphlets with words in them and, and Bibles and things like that. So they need food, they need Bibles, and they need what they have already, though, is total enthusiasm for what Jesus does. Because in those desperate situations... <laughs> You know, Jesus lifts up, creates miracles in those situations, including um, medical situations. I don't see any of that here in America. Or we don't see it. We don't really hear much about it. But we see a lot of it on the streets of uh, Lahore, Pakistan, and out in, uh, out in Pakistan and, and in poor India and places like that. We see a lot of miracles, and we see them every day. And I mean, not a soul here or there. I mean, 300 souls at a time is what LTO is doing. 400 souls. You know? And, and, there, and th- this is what would be like a real revival. Because they're singing songs, worshiping and praying together, all these people. And when they convert, they, they're, they're totally dedicated and they never revert. And you've got some very powerful Muslim... Uh, you know, almost like warlord type guys who've repented because of the work LTO has done. And that's Violet and John. And Violet and John risk their lives every single day. They risk life and limb. They have cars that break down and they pray to, to the Lord and the Lord restores that car enough to get back home. Things like that. Just a constant, a constant, a, you know, creation of miracles by God. Because these people just have pure belief. If we had that here, we could stave some of this stuff off. The other thing that's going to happen is like the, the starvation that you see in the third world and places like that in Pakistan, uh, especially if you're Christian, you're, you're, you know, you would be, they're Christians of the lowest caste. So originally a Hindu area, then Muslim, but also the people that are in the streets are the, what they call the, the in, in, in Hindi, I guess in, in, this would be Sanskrit. They would be called the um, the Shudras in Sanskrit, which you know is the ancient Vedic uh, 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 alphabet or language. And um, the Shudras, it, it sounds like you know they're the, they're the barefoot ones. They're called they would be called in the West the Untouchables, the people that everyone discarded. Nobody wants to help. And the government and all their compassion is simply cruel to these children. And all these children are scooped up for trafficking. So there's lots of these orphans running around. And they need help. So, you know, that's where the need is great. I'm sure it's the same in Mexico. You know, in, uh, in uh, the poor areas of America. That you don't, you, you, all, all you hear is how great America is. It's not true. America, in a lot of these areas, especially rural areas... Is suffering mightily. Jobs drying up. People not able to pay for things. In fact, right now the default on credit cards and mortgages is higher than it's ever been. 
but they don't report it. They report like, oh, Biden's doing a great job with the economy. Uh Uh-huh. Biden. But then you got to look at the people that elected him, and, you know, it's really their fault. You look at a guy like what, what God's judgment on Stephen King was, you know, and is. And he's a very cruel person. But his judgment on Stephen King was to, to, to take away his gift, to make him non-witty, if you will, to make him not witty anymore, as he was when he was at the peak of his writing, when he was writing some of these classic novels. And, you know, and also making movies and doing all these things. He just took away. So that when he does a tweet, he's, he's, it, it's, it's almost, it just clunks. It's not like a writer anymore. And I've, I've watched that happen. And I said, Lord, I see you did that. I see you. I'm the only witness. They're very, you know, I, I'm very, uh, I have these gifts able to see things like that. And no, I mean, you know, when I say it, I've, I have confronted the man. And when I say it, I get tons of likes. They all agree, you know, something's happened to him. Something happened to his gift. It was taken away. And it's just, it's, it's, it's amazing. Watch, I mean, see, uh, people just think, oh, the cruel and the wicked, they never get punished by God. Oh, well, that's a punishment. There you go. Taking a man's livelihood away so that all he is now is a, a tweeter that tweets out um, banal and, and, well, stupid things. And uh, no, no matter what Trish does with Ben's, he gets right back behind me here. And he's, uh, he's giving me the ball now. So now he, he's trying to bribe me with the ball. <laughs> That's so cute. It's unbelievable. Uh, I call him Doc a lot of the time because he's like my doctor. You know, he's, he's, the, uh, he's there with his secret healing powers. So here's the deal. Um, and here's the next thing. Okay, so behold, the day, the, the day of the Lord is coming. Cruel. That's interesting. Here's the word cruel again. And the same word in Hebrew as, as the cruel, with fury and burning anger, to make a land of desolation, and he will exterminate the sinners from it. And by sinners, it's the same same kind of definition that you'd have in the in Proverbs. Sinners is the people that have been initiated into the satanic system. Sinners is not just like you and me are sinners. But that's not what sinners here means. Sinners means, a better word would be worlders, even though that's not really an English word. Worlders. People that have been accepted into the world system. That, that, it's like graduating. You know, it's like, like the Beatles called it uh, your birthday, that you finally uh, got your eyes open to the, uh, to the, uh, the whole occultic, you know, na- the whole circle of shame of the world and, um, and what you have to do to make it your oyster. You know, those people um, would be called the sinners because they made a choice to go the other way. They made a choice. And then, so when we're baptized, the same thing, we were changed. That's why I had a friend, a very satanic, you know, idiot. And he was there with me at dinner. And all he could tell me was, you know, and I knew him a long time ago in uh, filmmaking. All he could tell me is, you haven't changed a bit. You're the same as you've always been. 
And that was just a cruel dig, a cruel dig, because he knows. Obviously, I'm the same soul, the same spirit, but obviously things have changed, and I have changed. And, um, you know, it's just taking away that change, you know, taking away any credit, taking away anything you've done. You know, the abuser... Remember this, from the abuser, it's always your fault. So I've been around a cruel people in the film thing, and all they want to do is abuse you. That's it. Because they can't stand that you're on that other side, and they will do anything they can to bring you down. So they'll say, you haven't changed a bit. Oh, you didn't really do that. Oh, I was, uh, you know, I just uh, did this deal. Oh, did you make any money? You're not allowed to make money. You know, things like that. And it's just constant dig, 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 dig in an effort to drive you insane. And then you return kindness. Oh, those were good times back then. Oh, you're a good guy. And, you know, and looking the other way. And then all of a sudden, the Lord becomes wroth and then uses you to, to, to put the hammer down. Call it out. And all of a sudden... A plug gets pulled, and that albatross around your neck dies. He just dies. That, that cruel blocker of your fate, who would try to ruin your life so you couldn't go forward, ends up just eliminated from your presence, eliminated from your path. And a lot of people have those as fathers and mothers, peers, you know, co-workers and most of them are psychopaths but one thing is common with all of them they are all initiated into society and they'll do anything to have society love them and they will do anything in being soldiers and policemen to make sure nobody outside the circle succeeds through hard work nobody and then the lord comes in and makes someone succeed then they get mad. Sometimes they just assassinate the person because they don't want to see them go up the ladder. They don't want to see them succeed so badly they'll put the whole hive on them. Oh, you haven't changed one bit. Which is So when you see an old, have a reunion with an old friend and when they keep pounding in, you have, and they repeat it, you haven't changed at all. You're the same. Don't you hear me? You're the same. Meaning God didn't make any difference in your life. God made no difference. You're the same person. You're the same loser. So when someone is that cruel, now that's maximum cruelty, maximum psychological damage. If you don't, if you don't analyze it and get it and get and get a hold of it, that's the kind of thing that uh, you know that could break you. You know, meaning that you become derelict. That's the kind of cruelty that could cripple you. So they cripple you, and then they go look. They can't do anything. Ha, 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 ha. And yet they were the ones that did it. And they are to blame. So when the innocent person finally wakes up to it, you know, didn't know, you know, just, just naive, and then God moves because now we have a witness. Now we have a witness, you. And you've forgiven. You have forgiven that person. You know, basically, you know, you, you don't hold a grudge personally. You're just hurting from the abuse. 
the constant, 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 constant psychological abuse. Constant, every day. And so finally, God, when he has a witness, God moves, and the albatross is removed from your neck. Because you can't remove it. So long as you're around that person, they're going to keep digging and keep digging and keep digging until they break you. Until they cause you to fail. That's what they really are. I'll be writing books about some of this and some of these personalities as soon as they're dead. <laughs> as soon as they're dead, I'll be writing the truth about what really happened. <laughs> oh, man. Now, isn't it, isn't it a journey? The meek actually have the power. You have the power. 20 on 20 has the power. That group that Orsini formed, what was it called? Heavy Duty Spiritual Warfare. What's the name of it? I don't know. Hardcore Spiritual Warfare. I haven't been there yet, but it seems like another group that's there, there to pray. You're there to pray in spiritual warfare terms, which is so sophisticated. You know, I remember when I was talking about, when I read a piece of scripture, this guy that had been bird-dogging me because he was in a, in a, in a, in a position to do that. Uh, when I read a piece of scripture, just just I quote something, he went insane. He went insane. He he like almost losing losing his shit, you know, just totally. So the name Jesus and a real Holy Spirit scripture, not not some you know worlder that's quoting scripture. They won't even understand that. But when it drills in, when there's a man of God or a woman of God or a child of God who is speaking the word, it goes right in like the sharpest sword and discombobulates them. And then you understand that the entire you know structure, the whole kingdom this guy has made. It's just a house of cards, and it comes tumbling down with the slightest glance from God. Amen. Your bullies are houses of cards. The wicked who think they're strong are the Esau's of the world, are weak, and they will not be saved. They will not be saved. They've made their decision. And salvation is key because you don't get out of here without salvation. He said, yeah, we all die, but only the saved get out of this. You know, the others is, you know, I think hell partially. He just gave me the ball again. He doesn't ever want to give me the ball, but now that it's so desperate. There he goes. I mean, he's back again. I, I just accept everything, but you know, uh, so I had a really good podcast planned for you. And I think though that I want to talk about cruelty some more. And I just, I've been doing that. And the, the, you know, the, there's a, a great, um, movie, I think called Billy Budd, which was written by Herman Melville starring the debut of Terrence Stamp and Robert Ryan. And it's about the cruelty to, to you know, the, what, the fact that the ship's captain wanted to break Billy Budds, a new kind of a kid on the block who was kind of rebellious. And, oh, he wasn't going to have that. 
And so it was like almost like a Christ-like figure in the end, you know what I mean? And you just ended up hating the Robert Ryan character. You just hated this guy. You just hated him. It's a kind of an obscure movie. You know, it got a lot of critical acclaim, but it was too, uh, it was too cruel. It was too cruel for the public. Because, you see, the public is cruel. The general public of the world is cruel. Oh, the compassion of Americans. No. When Americans have been compassionate, they send uh, money to this uh, you know, poor country, whatever, and then they build it in their image. You know what I mean? The contractors move in, and Bill Gates moves in, and the billionaire baby class moves in. I mean, Bill Gates, is he, is he an adult or a baby? Look at him. Listen to him talk. He's a baby. And, and babies should not be dictating which way the world goes, which way the government goes, or anything else, or health, or anything else, because they don't know anything. They became babies because they had so much money, they atrophied. They became foolish and stupid. You know, I'm going to block the sun in my own image. I'm going to put a Bill Gates blocker up there. And then uh, if you want to keep the sun blocked to have such a great world of no carbon, uh, you're going to have to subscribe. You know, right? And it goes on and on and on. This guy's cruel. He's a failure. He's going down. Bill Gates is going down. When they rolled out Skippy the other day, I couldn't believe it. He's already been completely discredited. The, you know, he's been labeled a big-time pedophile, child torturer, probably a murderer. Who knows? He and his brother uh, were just totally exposed with their artwork. And, you know, Pizzagate was actually real. And all these guys made a joke out of it and made a psyop out of it. It doesn't really matter. It's all real. It's all, you know, pizzas, hot dogs, all that was all real. Oh, it's all real. But, the, but see, the whole point, it's not pedophilia like I want to hump you or something. It's, it's not that. It's child trafficking because I want to torture you. It's like the movie Hostel, only with kids. And that, he was discredited with that or rumored, you know, rumored. No, there's no proof of it because it's always buried or anyone that knows anything gets killed. So, but we all know. Everybody knows. And they roll this idiot out and he starts saying it's it, stop talking about maui like it was intentional it's climate change he says now who are the the only people that he could possibly influence because the government all has his number they all know that he's you know he's blackmailed 10 ways to sunday anytime they want they could throw him in jail or execute him or throw him in gitmo or do whatever they want with him because he's completely compromised he's completely corrupt and he's and he's a murderer, probably. You know, it, it's the evidence points to it. Well, you know, when I say that, I'm thinking of Seth Rich. You know, and I'm looking at the email where where Podesta goes, "I don't need, you know, I don't mind wet work." He says, "Well, wet work is uh, is uh, assassination." And this was just prior to the death of Seth Rich, which was a hit. Now, anyone who does it, who thinks it was like a random thing, nothing was stolen. He was just hit, and that was it. So, you know, and then there was that other guy who was some, suddenly drowned himself in his own bathtub. Uh, what was his name? Sean? See how time goes by when you don't have justice? You forget their names? Isn't that awful? But you see, the whole... Well, I got you know... Let's just go to the horses. Uh, 
you know, these scriptures that God gave gave me today were just, and, and there was some more too. Unbelievable. I have a, all these plays on my SoundCloud. Where are you guys coming? Where are you guys on SoundCloud? Because I'm putting up music up there. I'm putting, uh, you should all follow Colin McGinnis too if you see him. Girl, He's Girl Next. And then, then listen to the, he's got a terrific, I'll, I'll find it before the end. A terrific track uh, in um, The Dark Side of Society, which is a documentary that yours truly stars in, you know, or is the, is the victim in, or whatever way you want to look at it. It's really pretty, pretty tough, awful, you know. And, and you know, from being here at the Zephyr Report, there's a lot worse stuff that I even talk about, but that what I do talk about in that thing is very hard for people. And, um, you know, I can see people also trying to debunk me. And there's even people that are on the, uh, in the movie itself, like, you know, uh, you know, famous people who just don't believe, who, who still think it was a satanic panic with the McMartin and the child trafficking and all that. They just, and the, you know, you know, killing, you know, the killing, this human sacrifice. They think it's just satanic panic. It's just a mind virus. And one of these guys is on there talking like that. And of course, he gets completely refuted by me because my testimony is completely true. And I lived it. And he's getting this out of books. So, sorry. He just feels that anyone who's abused develops some, some fantasy virus in their minds, that there's a conspiracy, a satanic conspiracy to, you know, to sacrifice, to, to uh, uh, you know, kidnap children and sacrifice them to Satan. He said, that's all, you know, satanic panic of the 80s. There was no evidence there. There was tons of evidence. It got covered up. The 80s was... Uh, just like the 70s, just like the 60s, just like the 90s, just like now. There's been no change. There's the same human trafficking, the same satanic ritual abuse, because they, look, when they put together a pentagram and candles and robes and stuff, you know, Stanley Kubrick exposed it perfectly in Eyes Wide Shut. It's exactly right. And that's exactly the kind of stuff that I experienced myself. I saw it firsthand. All into witchcraft. They're all into, you know, mind control, trying to control people. And they're all in the, and anyone they target is based on vengeance. Now, the reason people are cruel, okay, is because they are filled with this idea of vengeance because their gods want vengeance against human. So when you go to that side, you lose your humanity and you become vengeance. It's, there's a reason for the torture of the children better than the sex with the children. There's a reason for the trafficking and putting children in cages and, and just you know, starving them, torturing them, drugging them, whatever. Because the torture is the vengeance that's needed, the food. The death is just too easy. It's over then. So you've got to keep them as long as you can suffering so that you can feed on the vengeance so that you could be a powerful big man in the world so you can throw your weight around like a John Podesta and tell people to stop thinking about arson. It's all climate change. And anyone who does think anything different than that is going to be targeted by the U.S. government. And, and, and so there, it's a threat. The big abuser, Skippy, is going to really give you a threat. Huh? He's going to threaten you. And, um, you know, it's... Uh, uh, 
Okay. I wonder if this is, it's, gosh, this, should we bring this back out? Skippy? That's so scary. I got another one right here. It's, it, you know, it doesn't have many plays. It's, uh, it's really too bad. It's, uh, it kind of got buried, but let's just uh, play it now for, since they're bringing Podesta back out and, uh, you know, they're, no, 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 stop, 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 please. No, no, stop. Uh, hey, stop, I'm trying to, hey, uh, excuse me. You couldn't hear that, but it was like playing because I downloaded a track on Punish with Apple Music, which they stick in your face. No, we need, I know you can turn it off. I forgot how. But, yeah, you know, because I'm just I love a million things. I have other things to think about, like what cruelty is. Cruelty, the cruelty of them is actually vengeance of Satan, of the demons, of the fallen angels, whatever, vengeance of the original sin of making human. It's vengeance for that reason against God. And so they torture the children. That's why they do it. Otherwise, they just kill us all. They don't do it that way. They want to slow, slow burn us. You know, with all these, you know, the atmosphere, the chemtrails, this, that, the other thing. Slow burn us. Vaccines, new, you know, nano, uh, you know, program robot mosquitoes and all this stuff to hurt us, to poison us, and just drag us down further and further, and then they hit. Because the, they're so cruel, you can't comprehend it. But when you think of the word vengeance, now it makes sense. It's vengeance from the original creation of man. And that's the reason. You see, it's going to be a lot easier for you to think about this rather than just fainting. Don't faint at the cruelty, because a lot of people are going to die of broken hearts. Oh, don't even think that. There are people dropping dead like flies all over the place right now. You know how many people have died in the Ukraine war, Russian war? 500,000 and growing. Does that get, do you, do you comprehend that? Or do you have to wait till it's 5 million? Or maybe wait till you die. Then you'll finally go, oh gosh, I gotta wake up. And I'm speaking to worlders there when I say it like that. Okay, let's see if I can... Um, Skippy, I never, I never really got what I wanted, which was, um, <laughs> you know, which was the. Um, because I've downloaded this about thirty times, and every time I've downloaded it, um, it it then and it's in speaker playing, it. Um, okay, so now I'm going to have to turn off. Uh, the music. It, no, it's 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 ridiculous. Uh, you know, and I had a lot of them. Okay, really big fat mix on this. So let me go ahead and bring these in, and uh, let me bring these in, and let's see if I can. Um, okay, there's a couple of Skippy. There's actually one called Skippy. Uh, and the Civil War, 
which I don't think you've ever heard. So let's see what it says. But mainly I'm playing it because, you know, compare the voice and see if you think uh, it's the same voice. Okay, so you heard the voice of um, 
you know, just get lost. You think you're hot shit, don't you? Just get lost. And those, the one was to the press, just get lost, when the press was trying to ask him about all this stuff. And then um, the other one was, uh, you know, the recording that floated on the internet that that they all deny, you know, the left denies that it's, uh, that was his voice. But I compare the two and I, I find the same voice. I don't know, that's just me. But I mean, there it is. You think you're hot shit, don't you? Just get lost. So that's why I repeated it so many times. I mean, it was an excuse. I mean, it was a great music track. And I think that, uh, you know, the Podesta recording. But I mean, you know, so, so there's a child being tortured, you know, probably in a cage being yelled at, you know. And, um, you know, is, it, is he really the father of that child? No, of course not. Right? But he wants the child to call him the father. And the child's screaming and yelling and, and just... just completely horrified, completely just traumatized beyond, probably for, for the rest of his life. So don't tell me satanic panic, okay? One more guy, I mean, just how ignorant can you be? The satanic panic people are either stupid or just dishonest because they're caught up in something they don't want people to know about, maybe. That's, maybe, that, maybe they're hiding something too. Maybe they feel guilty about something. I don't know. But I can't even imagine, you know, bringing out this old leftist, you know, cover-up scam of satanic panic. And there are people that, we were going to do an interview, and they canceled on us. And the, the, the interview was, being, was going to be done by a, a group called Eye for Film, E-Y-E. And they said that, well, I'm an abuse survivor, so I can't really interview Zeph because... You know, this was for the upcoming premiere of uh, Dark Side of Society at the London Fright Fest, which is coming up on the 28th or 29th. I don't know what day it is. It's, it's, it's coming up. It, we closed the whole event, I think, with the last show. And uh, we're not there in competition. We were invited by the uh, one of the uh, uh, heads of it. Uh, anyway, uh, the bottom line is I for Film, which has a Facebook page. You can go look at them. They uh, uh, canceled our interview because they're survivors and they're worried about being triggered. But then I look on their page for the, new, for the magazine that's out this month. It's an you know, internet magazine. And I scroll down and what do I see? They're talking to the people that did a movie called Satanic Panic about how there was no evidence in the 80s that any of that stuff ever happened. It was just accusing people for no reason. Okay, now behind that, Seen, I can tell you, I know they had guy. I knew him, Ted Gunderson. I actually knew him, and I talked to him. I actually interviewed him in the way back. I just haven't gotten that. It has to be searched out. That interview is there. Anyway, the bottom line is, he was the uh, you know one of the investigators on uh, the McMartin, and they they discredited him, and he, he he had to get away from the FBI and everything else after that. He was a private became a private investigator. Well, they poisoned him in the end. He got killed. He told me he was being poisoned. And then he died. Okay. So, you know, if, if, you know, if it was just satanic panic, why poison Ted Gunderson? And that whole thing, the McMartin thing, was, you know, tied in with uh, child trafficking. You know, and that the teachers and people were, were, were doing things in the classroom with the kids, sexualizing them. Well, guess what? It's all out in the open now. So, of course, it's completely plausible. But there are some people out there who just want to cling to this satanic panic just to shut you up. And they need to shut up. Or fight. Let's fight.
to the death. I don't care. This is just an abomination under God that children would be harmed. Now, I'm not going to relitigate the the uh, the uh, you know McMartin, but we can relitigate Ted Gunderson, and Ted Gunderson uh, isn't lying, but they covered it all up with this term "satanic panic." So this eye for film drops us. Oh, I can't handle it because I'm an abuse survivor. I better cancel the interview. So they obviously saw the film and they immediately canceled us. What does that sound like to you? Right? Uh, there's a lot behind the scenes. You don't know. I should just, one day I'll have a field day writing it all up. I don't mind calling them out publicly because what they did is, is, is you know, unacceptable. So, uh, you know, on a lot of levels. Just like if you say you're a professional journalist and then, you know, you, 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 you review, all you do is review horror movies all day long. And the top movie that they're reviewing happens to be the movie where the old reanimator folks got together and made another movie called Suitable Flesh. And that director is being lauded and interviewed. We're being kicked out. And then the last one they have on their page is called Satanic Panic. You can't make this stuff up, man. Satanic Panic. Were they told to drop us? Did someone tell them? Did did do the people that uh, we talked to in the uh, in in you know, dark side of society are they upset the film's going to premiere? Oh, yeah, they probably are. They probably hate it and they don't want to see it because they've been covering this shit up their whole lives, and they lie. See, what I don't like is the fact they lie and then they start quoting, you know, authors saying, you know, uh, you know, psychologists saying, yes, it's a mind virus that uh, travels around and makes everyone accuse everyone of uh, satanically abusing children. And uh, it's all not true and it's your ruined lives. It's terrible. These people, these propagandists, they need to shut the F up, seriously. Just don't comment on it, you know? Don't, don't, you know, don't agree to be in the uh, documentary then. Don't say anything. And, um, you, you know, because now the tide's going the other way and you're going to be exposed. People, the cover-uppers are going to get exposed. You're just doing that because you're trying to have favor in society. That's a, that's a very weak uh, situation and I'm not going to comment further on it. I just, and I'm not naming any names or anything, but I'm just saying there, there, there's people around us who would like to bury this subject people close to us who don't want to see anything real come out at all. And on the movie Society that I wrote when I was completely traumatized, when I'd been, you know, reprogrammed to think there's no such thing as that, that's the only reason they let me out of, you know, long-term facility. Uh, That I agreed that there was no such thing as, that it was all satanic panic. I do agree to that. I do agree to that to get out. And then I found out, I didn't know if it was real. So when I wrote Society, I think I was testing the waters, trying to see if it was real. But when I was writing it, I thought it must be fiction because you know, I, I ended up believing that it was me and I'm screwed up and I'm, I'm sick and I'm the one and I'm bad. And so it's my fault. And it was not my fault. 
They, they did this abuse to me. They did this torture. And there were handlers and people like that even involved in society. And around that, they were, they were using society as a cover-up of the truth. So they don't want my story to get out. No, sir, but it's too bad. <laughs> you know, and the fun thing about it is I think they're waiting, you know, waiting. The people out there are waiting, you know, because it's, it's, you know, it's, um, it's pretty, uh, you know, look, I'm, you know, I'm also exposing my own family, my own grandfather being a you know, complete warmonger and a complete, you know, um, just, just really the, one of the reasons the whole world is so screwed up is because of people like him. And he'd cover up his bad deeds by doing all this charity, giving away all this money and stuff to people. You know, as a way to shut them up. Disgusting. And so you're going to get the real truth, you know? Sorry. And there was no, there was no hero there. Instead, he, he really, in, in the end, now that we see how powerful Boeing and all these companies are, he was really a blight working on, you know, you know building those companies. A blight. Total. You, what do you think the main... Income from, you know, like Raytheon and Northrop and Boeing and, you know, these various companies. What do you think the main income is? Planes <laughs> or weapons? Yeah, and there's 500,000 dead now in Ukraine. So you can thank the warmongers for that. You can thank Lindsey Graham. You can thank my grandfather for his, uh, his, his great duty in, in, in promoting war everywhere he went. And, uh, you know, I'm, I, you know I, I stayed quiet on it for a long time, but uh, this is a guy that if you, you know, and, and everything that, that they expect in society is you will, and these guys ran society, not the government, not the people. Same thing we have today. The people that are in the military-industrial complex ran the world in the 60s. Yes, they did. And they opted for more war. Yes, they did. He was the kind of guy who was like, if anyone complained about Vietnam, he'd say, well, you should be killed. You know what I mean? You don't stand with your country. You should be, you know, have you heard this slogan a million times? Well, then you should be killed. You don't want to go over to Vietnam and fight for your country? You need to be killed. Finally, Kubrick had the final word on it. And I love Full Metal Jacket. He just, he just as usual, and eyes wide shut, just total performance. He just put the hammer down, and then, you know, he probably paid for it with his health. Now, this one is called Skippy and the uh, Wizard and the Civil War. I don't know. I've, I, have, I don't even remember it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Every, 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 every city, city of, 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 of
You're being followed already. I understand. His name is Skidum. Okay. He goes by the wizard. And the ball game. And the ball game. Yeah, they, yeah. 
talk, man. Jeez. They're pretty, pretty powerful. I, I don't think you can mistake that message. Oh, man. Well, I don't know why that didn't get any airplay. I guess it just got buried, you know, like everything else I do. It just gets buried. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you can even play it for today. The whole reason to get rid of Trump movement, you still have this Trump thing going on. So it's still contemporary. I mean, how long ago did I write that and produce that? Man, that synth work is just insane. I don't even know how to do that anymore. I, I, I don't even know how I got there. I would love to hear that live, wouldn't you? We got to do something about that. We got to have a, we have to have a live, you know, we now have to have a live thing where we can do. I, I really love the idea of like, kind of like a dubstep bass and then a, then really insane double bass drums. You know, that capability. And uh, it seems like more and more of the kids are playing the double bass now. So, you know, I was, I grew up a blues rock single bass drum player and it's not as good. I, I compare all the drummers, even some of the great drummers today, uh, you know, that, that are still playing single bass, and they're just, it's just not as good, you know? Double bass takes, uh, you know, a lot of skill, plus you have to be able to play those 16th and 32nd notes with one hand, da 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 you know, both on the cymbal and on the you know, left and right hand. And then you've got to get your bass drum, really the technique, it, it looks like they're using their legs, but the guys are really fast at that and really accurate. You know, we have the perfect space between the notes. Those guys are um, using more of their ankles, and they're just they're just almost like little tiny twitches to get those uh, bass pedals to hit that. You know, so they're not expending a lot of energy. But then it it just sounds you know really good when you mix that with snare and toms, and you know what you're doing. So you have the combination of the two. It's pretty unbeatable. And then, of course, some people take it into virtuoso. There's like a million virtuosos now, just like everybody can shred, right? It was Steve Vai before, now it's everybody. You know, so it's, uh, you know, so it shouldn't be that difficult to find a, uh, you know, my, my role is to, uh, to take a track like that as a backstop and make it the I, what I would do live is I'd make it theatrical. I would just you know make it. Uh, I would just show you know images and video, and I would just step into the. I wear a top hat, and I'd be the instigator <laughs> of truth, the instigator of truth. <laughs> and I would be putting that you know ah the reason for the Civil War is Skippy <laughs> you know, and then cut to a you know you know a brutal fo- fo- you know video of war you know, all over the theater. Yes, I could do a lot of things if, you know, if those cruel people that, they can't even hold a candle to what I can do. It's not even a fair competition, so they got to make sure there is, it's just like, you know, the silence you. So that's, in my opinion, that's what happened with that interview. We were just simply silenced. It wasn't, you know, that's, that's a, I don't believe that for a minute. Oh, I'm, a victim of abuse. If you're a victim of abuse, and you get a chance to talk about it, that's going to help you. So it's a, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a chicken shit cancel move. And um, you know, I for film. Yeah, I didn't think anything of it until I saw they they reviewed Satanic Panic with this glowing review. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, you believe that? Satanic Panic is horseshit. 
All lies. All, you know, it's just like, oh, Trump is a criminal and deserves a thousand years in jail. I mean, it's like believing something like that, you know, or someone that walked on a, on a blade of grass near the Capitol should be in jail for five years of cruelty and uh, punishment, torture and, and solitary confinement, you know, and they believe that they believe this stuff. But hey, listen, you know, the Civil War premonition, premonition of a civil war, it's coming. Something's coming. And I believe that God will choose the victor. God will choose the victor. Whether it's coming in, I mean, it's full-blown war right now. It's just, it's not like Ukraine yet, but I mean, you know, give it time. I'm not going to make any, 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 you know, predictions of the end. Some people were telling me it was 2028. I, somehow I don't think so. I think 2028 is going to be, you know, probably if people keep acting the way they're acting and just acting like dumb shits, I think basically it's going to be hell on earth. If they wake up, bow their knees to the Lord, realize it's not about them, and that it's, it's, it's really, I mean, it's about us in terms of we need help. We need help. We need a way out because, you know, there is something to this idea of being recycled endlessly. You know, you die and you sort of wake up in another you know, horror configuration called reality, which all reality to me is horror. That's why I said, you know, I like reality and I like horror. Because it's, why do I like it? Because it's reality. Because horror is reality. So horror, darkness, I write about because that's something I know very well. I know that better than just about anyone. Most people that know what I know aren't even here. And so I need to write in a fictional way to get out those things I know. I can't, I'm not going to talk about it here. I just can't get there. I mean, it's, it's not, it's, it's, um, it's amazing. They were so well organized when I was a child. You know what I mean? They were everywhere, everywhere. The kids were already, as, you know, seven-year-olds, they were already gang-stalking at seven you know, and they were already gang- ganging up in bully situations of any child that was a, a, a problem child, wasn't going along, wasn't getting the program. They would sick these people on them. The parents would sick these, their kids on them. And if they committed suicide, ah, so be it. Let's go to church and mourn. The cruelty cannot be underestimated. It's beyond anything you can comprehend. Because it's beyond human. It's inhuman and inhumane. You've heard of the atrocities at Auschwitz. You've heard of the atrocities of of war. You've heard of the atrocities of the Ukrainians. You don't want to serve in the military, they blow your head off. Okay? We've all heard these stories. Beyond cruelty. See... If I were a prosecutor, I'd want to go after the people that agreed to it. Leave the, the billionaires are low-hanging. You know, they're just babies. They're low-hanging fruit. You put them in a room with a mic. If they didn't have all their money to protect themselves, uh, they would just shit themselves. You know what I mean? They're just, they'd just be like you know, children. They, they, there's, there's no reason for them to be adults. There's no reason them to have compassion. You know, it's the cruel child dictator, right? It's like a cliche. It's like a... a uh, uh, you know, it's like a, uh, 
archetype. It's an archetype, you know. The enfant terrible, you know. The little child dictator screaming and yelling cruelties at people and breaking their souls and laughing. <laughs> Got the head of John the Baptist here. Yeah, let's pee in it. And believe me, if you don't want to see your wife and kids raped in front of you and then their throat slit or your throat slit and them thrown into uh, bondage, you don't want an invasion of the United States because that's, that's the kind of thing that will happen. The, the immigrants coming in now are willing to do that kind of work, probably. They all get paid, you know. Like Antifa, there's not one. They all get paid. Antifa gets to block the freeway, they get paid. The news media gets paid a tremendous amount of money. And they like money. They will take that money and then kill you and won't even bat an eye at it. So, Maui. The mayor is just very cruel. He is out of his depth. That's why they had to bring this, uh, you know, the, the, the ace up their sleeve, which is Pelletier who came from the Vegas massacre, probably engineered it, probably quarterbacked it, and then he became the cover-up guy. I uh, don't know what his role would be in, in Maui with the fires, but we know that all the departments coordinated to burn those people to death and burn the town down and scoop up the land for cheap. Cheapy, just like the San Francisco fire, just like every arson, using insane military uh, hardware to do it. You know, just using insane laser technology. Technology that they have now is well beyond anything you can, that you even know about. They keep it hidden. They keep, they use shells. They use traditional, you know, TNT weapons. And, and so people think that's what there, there is. But that's, they don't even need to use those. That's well known. But I mean, thank God I had a friend that, that worked in this field. I mean, deep in, into the CIA, deep, deep in this field. And, um, you know, it just just the, the, the kinds of weapons they have, you know, he couldn't tell me exactly. He could only, you know, or he'd break his confidentiality agreement. He could only say things like, um, if people even saw it, they wouldn't believe it. They'd think it was alien, you know. In a lot of the stuff, it's invisible. You know, you don't have like a beam coming from the sky and, you know, lighting a fire like they tried to pass that around as, as reverse propaganda to discredit the story. And they do this, you know, they're, they're professionals. <laughs> and so, but the bottom line is they do have things that, you know, you don't see it, but the building melts. Like it looks like it melts on its own. Nothing hits it. There's no projectile hitting it. There's no beam hitting it. It just melts to the ground. Or people all start going insane in a building because they're 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 being uh, hit with uh, radiation, with with waves, with microwaves, different things. Those are invisible, but it's much more powerful now. Like I said, they can they can drill a hole through the planet. They can they can melt the planet if they want. They can melt everything there is that's been created. And believe me, there's there's you know what do you think the war on carbon is? The war on carbon is the war on life. It's the war on God. God created in carbon. So they want to get rid of carbon to get rid of God. It's very simple. And to punish God for what he's done, i.e. created humans and carbon life forms, which are, 
which live and die and are inferior to, to their idea of eternal life. God promises eternal life, but uh, you know, to, to those souls that belong to him, who, who prove it, who become a witness to the beautiful gift of free will and where it leads, and the eternal the tree of life is cut off from them, guarded by the, the, the powerful cherub, the powerful angel, and cadre of angels, they, you know, and, and, and underling angels, and, and you know, it's it's guarded so that people would not then become gods themselves. Which means that answers the question of, and this is all, you know, Bible proven. This answers the question of why they want to become gods, why they want to ascend, why apotheosis, why why Freemasonry exists, because they want to, you know, have apotheosis and godhood in their own terms and their own eternal terms. They want to beat God and say, we can beat your guarding of the tree of life. That means eternal. And uh, we are going to live on. And whatever you made as humans, we're going to just leave them in ruin, destroy the planet, make it like Mars. You know, probably another civilization wrecked that. (laughs) Or like the earth was wrecked before. Before before Genesis, there was something else. And God had, God wanted it replenished. He didn't say plenish. He said replenish. I wish people would pay more attention to the details of words so they don't get into some propaganda thing. So when your pastor says, you know, plenish the, 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 this was the first of all creation and this was out of nothing and then all this history has happened, and you bring up, well, it also shows there was something here before. And then goes, nonsense, rubbish. Get up and get out of that false teacher's presence. Get out and away from the false prophets. You know, when, they, when you say, but the kingdom of God's within us. Yes, within us all. You know, but we're so distracted looking outward, we, don't, we fail to look inward and, and claim that power. The, the power, it's really the power of weakness, the power of opposites. Because when we're weak, he's strong. That's, a, that's an actual formulae. It's a quantum formula. We have to be weak so he can be strong. If we're not weak, he can't be strong. When he's strong, he can overcome the world and everything in it. With a flick of his fingers. Boom, Done. When we're strong, nothing can happen because we have free will. We can block. Strong means we block the Holy Spirit. We block the power of God. But God can, can kill every planet there is with the blink of an eye. God can make every planet there is with the blink of an eye. They can't. They're torturously trying to make chimeras, and it's all motivated by one thing, vengeance against God, period. That's the whole thing. So why would they be so cruel to a child they don't even know? It's because, and why children? Because it's not about the children. It is about their appetite for, you know, there's an appetite for a carnage. It's sexual. But that's not the real reason. The real reason is vengeance. If I'm cruel, it's because I'm angry and I've lost myself and I'm being unreasonable and I have to repent. If they're cruel, it's because the very life force that drives them, since they don't have their own life force anymore, the cruelty is vengeance 
And the way that I've been treated by those on the other side is that, like I've done something wrong. It's always my fault. I've done something wrong. And I need to pay for that. And, that's, and then I, I've thought about that all my life. And then I thought they all do that. Worldwide. The hardcore ones. They all do that to, to anyone that's not, you know, that's on the page with Jesus for real, which is rare. And, um, you know, that, that, I mean, if they, don't, if they don't talk like I talk, then I would say get away. I'm not saying that I'm 100% accurate, but I mean, I'm, I'm, you know my heart, you know. If their heart isn't like mine, and mine, mine is just like anyone in Christ, therefore there's not many in Christ. So just saying the truth. So when they say, well, you're a false prophet, or you're a false teacher, or you'd make no sense, then you know you've got one on the line. You've got one that is not, that is a pretender, that is fake. Because if they uh, don't see you, then they don't see the Lord. So therefore, they, they're cut off. They've got nothing to do with it. They're just, they're just playing a game. They're just, they're just hunters, hunting souls. From these, turn away. I mean, really, there's no point in... Look, I tried to be friends with them. I tried and tried. I tried, I, I tried to make no cause against them. I would just sit there, you know, completely innocent, with no bad, with nothing but kindness, nothing but love. And they just, you know, they just attack. See, they'll see that as a sign of weakness, love and compassion, forgiveness, mercy. And they'll attack even more. And sometimes God will raise up warring angels out of humans. And so they become like, like warring angels, I suppose. They're not angels, but like warring angels. And they can be fierce in battle. Oh, boy. They'll be keeping their wits when everyone else has lost their mind. And they'll win. They'll win because they're not afraid. The other, the other guy is terrified of death. The worlders are terrified of death. Terrified that you might wake up and blame them for all the things they've done to you your whole life. And then they say, oh yeah, talk about it. Oh, it's so bad. Well, when that happened to me, I finally just realized that I was wrong. And I, you know, went in Rome and I basically got, decided to get along with the people in the world and everything from there on was fine. But I don't want to hear these complaints from you babies out there that just can't handle it. You know, we don't feel sorry for you. All you have to do is change your direction. So they're asking you to repent, and then all the cruelty goes away. And then the sun shines again, and everything's nice. Mm, Everything looks the same as it was, only the world looks different now because I can see everything that I couldn't see that was occluded from me, that was hidden from me. And all the people that played all those tricks on me, now they're all my, my friends. So they promise you the promise. That's, to them, that's the promised land. It's the here and now. And you can join them. And they will, they will love you. They'll accept you. They'll, they'll, you'll see all these things you never thought existed. You'll say, boy, was I a fool. 
gosh, I feel bad that I, you know, it's like, you know, dear, dear Mr. Fantasy, play us a tune. <laughs> oh, hey, bulldog, uh, you can talk to me, you know. No one understands. It's all horrible. Nobody gets it. Oh, tell me more. <laughs> and then they laugh. Oh, that's cruel. Well, but when you're on the other side, it's not cruel at all. Now it's your turn. Because you have to learn how to hunt. You know what I mean? You don't hunt souls. You don't get, you don't get, you know, ticky, no washy now. You don't ruin people's lives. You don't, you don't get to go anywhere. So you look for the meek little lamb and you crush it like a, like a bug on a windshield. And then they give you props and positions. So we know this. We know that they know that we know that they know that they go, oh, they get so tired. But I have no complaints. Uh, you know, I may call something out, but I'm not complaining about it. I'm not I'm saying I, that's the way to, I expect it. Let me make this perfectly clear. My Lord tells me to expect this kind of thing. So when it happens, I don't like, oh my God, what's happened? Peter says in, in the book of Peter, you know, don't, don't be surprised that some weird thing has happened when, when you're persecuted, when they, when, they, when they put a knife in your back or when they pull the rug out from under you. Don't be surprised that, that, this, thing is, that this thing has happened to you as if it's some strange thing you remember. And, um, you know, I'll get the exact quote. Uh, 1, 1 Peter uh, 4.12, uh, regarding suffering. Yeah, so if we're going to do cruelty, we've got to do suffering too. Okay. So, one people for, yeah, okay, this is good. The, I'm going to go with the ESV for now. Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery trial when it comes upon you to test you. Is that J6ers? As though something strange were happening to you. Don't you love that? Doesn't that make sense? Can you believe the accurate, this, 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 this book? Can you believe, can you believe the spiritual nature of the book that, that, just think, none of the worlders can see this. Any of it. They just say, oh, it's all hate speech. You know? They can't see it. The, the only way that this could exist is that it, 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 w- it would have to be a supernatural thing that shouldn't be. It would be like having your own UFO, you know, your own free, free energy, transportation, whatever, and nobody can see it, so you get away, you're right? So we have this in our possession, the Word of God, because we're made to be tabernacles of the Most High God. In fact, everything that's in the Bible and beyond and, 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 and everything that is the word is within us at all. That's why the kingdom is within. The entire word of God is within you. It doesn't matter if the Mandela effect changes the King James Version at all. None of their little tricks matter. You know, right now I can see there are people listening who just think this guy is insane. Completely insane. But wait a second, it's not, he's not, he hasn't lost his mind. I mean, what's going on here? It can't be real what he's saying. Well, beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery trial when it comes, uh, comes upon you to, to what? You know the verse? To test you. 
Peter is saying, don't be surprised. It's just a test. Now, all of you that get discouraged, get depressed, things aren't happening, you feel like you're slighted or, you know, like something like the interview that we were supposed to do and it getting canceled because of the material that, uh, because of the, the, uh, the, 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 the movie, the documentary that we did. And so, therefore, um, we, we, we should be silenced. No, 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 no. That's supposed to happen. If that's not happening, we're not over the top. Then we're not, then the material isn't there. That's proof. And the test for us is don't be discouraged ever. And then I remember one of them saying to me, you know, some people think that if you just work harder, things will work out. No, things have already worked out. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't, I, what I work at, I enjoy. You can't be like that, Zeph. If it's like that, I want to kill myself. Well, because you've signed on to the world system, and you'll do anything in your power, and, and wait till you're wait uh, down the road. I'm going to be able to. I'm going to expose it all. And all you want to do is prove now that society is so attractive that people will do anything, including die, to be part of it. The metaphor of death, of course, you know, real death in, 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 a, in, a, in a, you know, um, it becomes a metaphorical death. In other words, you'll die spiritually in order to become part of it. You know, the grateful dead. Ha, 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 ha. Okay, great. It's so powerful that, you know, and so alluring that you'll go ahead and die to be part of it. I suppose that would be like in, um, you know, so that would make... But people don't want to see that. You know what people want is they want people like the reason, you know, society with all its clunkiness survived and succeeded is because uh, the character was fighting against an evil system and wanted, you know, and, and was trying to just survive. And so the sympathy went to him. But someone that's a, you know, a spoiled, rotten brat that just wants to be part of it, even if it kills them because they're so obsessed with money and they're so obsessed with narcissism. This is, uh, this is idiotic because people, I mean, I guess these people that are, that are wanting to see it that way, I guess as humans, they're gone, right? They want death and destruction. They want the, the, the Satan's, uh, you, you know, uh, is Satan rebelling against God? Um, no, Satan's having vengeance against God uh, out of jealousy for a creating human. That's what the word says, so I'm going to stick with that. I hope this podcast has been very clear. We've had some really stellar moments, some supernatural moments here today and, and you know, warming up to 20 on 20 tomorrow. And I'm just so excited to see where this goes and I want to hear the testimony. of We've got some great testimony from Violet and John I know Charles will be here. We've got Patrick coming in. We've got Govinda kind of heading up the program as he, we're hosting it. And we got Trish, um, who's been all over. I guess she just got, she just got over being banned. She gets banned every other day on Facebook. And I don't know why she's on Facebook if that's, well, you know, if you're on Twitter, you'll get banned there too. The thing they're afraid of is, you know, when people refute, 
uh, the, their stupid hoax and propaganda, they ban you. They just, they just can't handle the fact that they're so idiotic, transparent, stupid, baby billionaires, all that stuff. They just, they, they can't handle being seen like that and laughed at and mocked. So like, like, you know, the people I know that would do, you know, they, they, they think that society should be something you do anything to be a part of. Well, you know what? We, of course, they're laughable and pathetic and know nothing. And, um, and then they, they are, have had their way with us, mocking us, you know, that you should have a placard on the corner, you know, you're no good to anything. You can't, uh, you can't have a job. You can't do this. You can't do that. You can't do anything. I was like, I've gotten plenty of jobs, done plenty of things, and made uh, good money doing uh, my own companies and things like that which I've had a, a few over the years. And I don't understand. I, I really have no complaints. I'm not, you know, I did not become a mega billionaire, thank God, but God's, you know, going to make sure that doesn't happen. Because he's shown me what happens to these people. So it's nothing to aspire, you know what I mean? Pile up that money, you know. Oh, that makes me feel powerful. I'm going to piss on the little people now and take their land in Lahaina. Thank you, Bezos, Oprah, and all you other idiots, you fools. You people that think that money is is God, and so you worship it, and so you bring evil into the world and cruelty and suffering, and then you sit there like lecturing people on how to be loving and peaceful. I just it's amazing. The hypocrisy is beyond belief, but then again, they have a supernatural friend helping with that hypocrisy, helping with that uh, you know that forked tongue, and helping them. I, I I repent for saying the word idiot. It is too. Uh, it is too, uh, it's vapid at this point. It's, it's too broad of a term. Fool is good. The fool says in his heart, there is no God. Yes, that's what they say. And so everything they say is foolish. You've got to die to be a member of society, you know, not fight it. You know, the dead are at peace. Oh God! It, it, it's I, I just it's it's I have to restrain myself from insane laughter from uh, the um, the folly. I mean, I just I, no, no, the the fool, the fool, the folly. You know, the fool on the hill is Paul McCartney. I think he would be willing at this point to admit that. He thought he was in a big collective, but now he's all by himself. <laughs> of course. Of course, because he's his own God. And I say, say that based on lyrics that I've seen. But I mean, the fool on the hill was supposed to be pointing out the misfit, the lamb, the, 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 the one that you're not sure, the one that's kind of like, you know, worries people because he's just different, you know? And, and it ended up being about him. Because, you know, in the end, you know, you die alone. And... If you've piled up an entire mass of a life that's been basically demonically, demonically gifted, demonically gifted is a real term. So well, a lot of these entertainers are demonically gifted. You know, they have super, super, you know, muses and gifts and things that the average person doesn't get because they didn't sell out the same way, whatever. They weren't chosen. You got to be chosen too. And then I've seen it when people fall out of favor. And all of a sudden, they lose their voice. They lose their right. It's, they become Stephen King. It's quite extraordinary watching it all. But I just watch it. 
I just watch. I watch the river flow, as Bob Dylan says. I just watch it all. And um, they go, well, you're not supposed to see. I go, well, I can see perfectly. When you tell me you see me, hey, I see you. And you're, you know, I mean, you know, you may laugh at me. I laugh at you. And I really laugh at you. Yeah, you think if you just work hard. No, I, I'm, I, I don't work too hard. I work at stuff I work on I, I, that I don't work. I have several endeavors I do, and it's, it's, uh, it's you know, it, it takes a lot. And probably have to back off for health reasons and being so, you know, so many hours. But, um, no, I, if I didn't enjoy it, I wouldn't do it. Everything I do is for God. There really is no me in the equation. So I just take whatever God gives me and do it. And guess what? That gives me great joy. So I don't worry what, you know, your peon brain thinks. Okay? And your little mocking laughter and your, you know, thinking you're so great and your little junta. I don't really think that you should talk so loud anymore now that you're ready to die. I think you need to try to find a way. You should have listened to me. Because then you'd be preparing for a good death. Now you're going to die an agonizing death. But we all need to prepare to have a good death. And a good death begins in the spirit. Because that's the place of no death, of life. A bad death is basically a recycling job, you know? Basically like recycled shit. A good death is, a, is ascension, which the occultists will never do and will never see, ever. Just like they'll never see any New World Order, they'll never see anything. All of it was a big folly and a big lie. All of society was a big folly and a big lie. Wanting to be a part of it only shows you're a fool. Wanting to live and be, and be an individual, be in peace, and be mostly... Understanding it's not about you, but about God and being in concert with that and having fidelity with that. And that is really what peace is. And that's really what success is. And that's what victory is. Victory is not a good retirement. Victory is not um, living one more year. So death is uh, very important as a transition because death is really birth. And a lot of people just aren't going to be born. It's like you're not going to be born because you're going to be just aborted. You, you basically aborted yourself before your death, before you're born. So you, you, you were really counted as the dead on earth, still having a body running around with the power of Satan, thinking you're going to get somewhere. And you got nowhere. So who's the fool? Who's the fool? <laughs> You got Christians who you, you drown in a cage. And as they're drowning, they're saying, praise Jesus. And we love you. We forgive you. And it makes you feel like killing yourself because you're so weak and pathetic. Because you're such a loser. You're such a failure as a human. So you look to your bank account or to your house thinking there's a mark of success. Or to your trophies on the wall or your little posters. And all of it's meaningless. All it burns up. It's nothing. 
It's dust already. So you think, well, what is a human being then? Well, a human being is not a human being until a human being understands what a human being is. And that understanding can only come from one source. And it's not you, buddy. Period. Full stop. Don't even try. Right? Don't even try. It's one man's word against another. You get nowhere. I believe this, you believe that, never the twain shall meet. You just wanted to win when there, when there was a collaboration. You just wanted to win. You just wanted to win, and you lost. And now, now, oh, you got a pop. When you're cruel to people, make them suffer, you get a pop. But now you're going to pay. You're going to pay big. You're going to pay today. You're going to pay this month. You're going to pay every, every day of your miserable life because you hate God. And you hate every... You don't recognize anyone that is in God. You say, you're still the same as you were. Whatever you say you've done, whatever God, whatever, it's, it's all nothing. You're a failure at it. Well, that can't come from somebody who's completely ignorant like you. That's like some, somebody that doesn't know anything that feels outclassed, so they, keep, so they say, oh, everything you're saying is lousy, when they don't understand a thing you're saying. The only reason that you think that you see me is because you lie. You lie. Because if you actually saw me for real, you would know where I came from, for real. And you would be trembling, for real. But you don't, because you're just, you know, it's, it just, you just don't have enough brain cells, I guess. It's just, you just don't have any discernment. So, you know, let's face it. If you cancel us, or the message and, and uh, the truth that's coming out of this documentary or anything that's going on with me, there will be consequences. Not from me, but from the Most High. And I'm sorry. I wished that there was something I could do, but apparently I'm rejected. That's fine. Doesn't bother me at all. In fact, it, it just makes me feel that much closer to the Lord. But it will come back on you unless you repent. Be a normal person. Don't be cruel in your life. Don't, don't I mean, the, the, you know, like the fact that those journalists rejected us and then they had to embrace satanic panic. I mean, we all know why there was no interview. It had nothing to do with uh, so-and-so being, I mean, everyone's a survivor of abuse. It had to do with just hatred. So, you know, seen, understood, no problem. But there will be consequences. I don't know what they'll be, but, uh, you know, there always are. You know, what we reap is what we've sown. We sow deceit. We sow lies. We, tell, we make stuff up for, for why, uh, 
we do something, you know what I mean? And, and you know, we give flimsy excuses and, and it's just a basically the whole cancel culture thing uh, because we just don't approve of uh, anyone, anyone telling the truth is what it really is. But we'll make up something like, oh, it's crazy and blah, blah, blah. And all, we'll, we'll do anything we can to, to, to propagandize it. There will be consequences to all these people. All these apologists for, uh, you know, for, for Biden and apologists for Maui and apologists for, you know, this people pushing this whole climate change fiasco, which is all lies. And it's all, it's all BS. I mean, they mess with the weather, they burn stuff up, then they go climate change and all the dupes, you know, cheer it on. Go, yeah, we got to lock down now. If people don't lock down, we're going to have to report them. Gun them down. Yeah, so that's next. So next month, they want to try a lockdown uh, full, and they want to do a military lockdown, that is, you know, patrolling streets and, you know, and, and also a lockdown without food. See, that's the thing that no one's really talking about. This time won't be, you know, you can go to Walmart, you know. Yeah, the plan is... This time it's starvation. These problems, Sorry. Uh, both TSA and border... Uh, Security people, uh, they, they've all got the word. It's not if it's going to happen, that unless mm-hmm. we could stop them, everybody has to resist. Um, that mid-September is when they're going to start uh, making all the uh, TSA and the right. airline people, everybody has to wear a mask and everybody has to wear a mask to travel and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they're going to start pushing the uh, uh, vaccine again, which is just uh, pure poison. They have a new vaccine uh, that they're going to try to get everybody to have to take. Yeah, this one's and a good one. So everybody, um, don't take any more shots. If you've taken any, don't take any more. Tell all your friends not to take Yeah, any don't shots. take any more shots. The thing is, the new one they're going to roll out, It's like I said, it's geared to to shave off years of your life. But then when you die, it won't be. You, they won't see it as uh, related to the vaccine. But it will will give you all the cancers, the, HIV, all that stuff. The initial one is too. Uh, Dr. Stella Emanuel is reporting from Houston that there uh, are a big uptick, big uptick in, in, in the people who had the in, jab that have taken the jab. Um, really big uptick. Just when they did the test on the mice, a, a mice month mm-hmm. is like a, a human year. Yeah. And uh, the the most deaths started showing up after about yeah a month. ten ten to fifteen years off your life and then but then when you die they they don't say it has anything to do with the shot or anything. it looks like you die oh they died of COPD or oh they died of you and, know and then you know how come Ron Senator Ron Johnson is the only senator who is speaking up uh, you know General Flynn was complaining about that yesterday they're all members of society why is Senator John, Ron they all Johnson, want to be a part of it. Only one who is pointing out what's going on here. Because everybody else is uh, uh, worships money, God. and they want the money. Looks like Ron Johnson's got a nice little fireplace, nice little spread, and he doesn't feel he needs money. I don't know. There, I see people that live in tents that don't need money. <laughs> I kind of admire that. Yeah. But uh, you know, it's just amazing. Um, Look, the only, you know... the, the, the I am uh, encouraged that there's more and more people, even politicians like... Mm-hmm. What's her name? Christine uh, in... Uh, I, I don't know. I haven't been following her. She is... 
she's blasting it out. She's blasting it out. Right, right. She's just saying, you better resist. They're coming after yeah. you. Let me tell you this thing, and let me talk to you know New Mexico. If you don't resist this time, you're dead. Okay? The, that crazy bitch in the, you know, whatever, the governor, has already gone and rounded up like homeless and shipped them out to God knows where. You know what I mean? She's already like shipped off old people all, you know, to interstate. They interstate ship people around. They're already getting ready for a, a, you know, for a, for a lockdown, basically a concentration camp state. And then, you know, then comes what they always do in concentration camps, then come the ovens. Okay? And the only cure for this is to, you know, don't be a, don't, whatever you do when they come, even if they point a gun at you, don't just get in the truck or the bus. You know what I mean? You know, just run the best you can, zigzag a little so they miss, and hopefully you can get off into the woods and then make your next move. I mean, I don't, you know, and if, if you die, then that's a good death. It's not a good death if you just, if you, you keep going along with society. This is society. What you're seeing now is the fruits of society. The whole thing that they keep touting of how great society, oh, I want to be a part of, be rich, like that, ultra rich. They, they don't get that. The, the, the little people don't ever become that. They, they're given the promise of that. And then the promise is taken away like a rug being pulled out from under them. And then they get killed. They die. They die. They die. They die. The only reason to tout society as a positive that, you know, will do anything to be a part of it. And that's a good motivation. The only, and, and really that, that's, you know, that's Adolf Hitler. The only, the only, and it's also propaganda. And it's all going to come to an end. Yeah, I predict there are going to be a lot of people dying this year that, uh, that really were saluting our modern society, which means Satan, which means demons, which means fallen angels, which means left-handed path, which means violence, which means cruelty, which means failure, which means pathetic nature, which means weakness, which means stupidity, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But before they can actually make their argument or chain, they're going to drop dead. The people that usually would die at 80 are going to die at 70, you know, 75. And unless you have help. You know, Govinda will be talking tomorrow about help from alternative sources. He's the Ministry of Health in Austin, Texas. And through him, you can, you can, you can get help with health. And he's helping me right now and helping Trish and uh, helping to overcome the uh, evil of big pharma and, you know, drugs that they've made me take, which I'm certainly not going to take much longer. You know, I think basically what I'm going to do, the other thing is I've, I've got to say that Medicare and Medicaid and all that stuff, uh, it's evil. Just makes it easy for them, you know, for them to, 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 to work on you because they feel, oh, there's free money there. No, I'm I'm basically back to like if I get a dental appointment, I'll pay for it. I, I don't want I don't want anything to do with it anymore. I just let it lapse, forget it. You know, you know what I mean. 
It's a, it's really a money racket, and it's really evil. It's the serpent and the you know, the staff and the serpent, and basically every drug has side effects. It's un- unbelievable. Even aspirin. If they you're on a blood thinner and you take aspirin, you could bleed out. I mean, it's insane. If you're on a psychotropic, you could jump off a bridge and kill yourself, like my daughter. Uh, she still she died a good death in the sense that you know she lived her truth, and all their bullies. She knew the other side too. She 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 knew, um, you know everything, before she was a teenager. She was uh, she she knew it all, and she was seeking God, you know, for help. But the AMA proved to be more powerful. So who it's the AMA? It's Satan, right? Pulling into the other side. <clears throat> anyway. She died a good death in the sense that she lived her truth and she came to her senses and she knew who God was and she had God in her heart and God took her. And that's the way I'm going to look at it. So please realize that nobody gets out of being in pain. And the pain that they, when they see you suffering and they laugh, I remember when I was well, whatever's happened to me, whatever they did to me, they would, they would always laugh about it. They'd always point the finger at me and laugh. Well, what's so funny? And now they don't laugh. Now they're, they're starting to become scared. Well, you ought to be scared since you're going to die with nothing. Oh, no, you'll, they'll take your house and they'll take your mortgage and they'll take your gold. They'll take your whatever you've accumulated. It will, will be fought over by all your, you know, all your lovely sons and daughters. They'll take it all, and they'll kick you in the grave so fast and make your head spin, and they won't care, and that'll be the end of it. Then, you know, maybe if you've done anything in the world, they'll just resurrect your image to worship as some sort of legend. <laughs> and to be used for propaganda purposes only. In other words, to keep people distracted so they don't do what they need to do, which is Live. And the people that say, welcome to the worldly promised land, now you can live, are liars. Because that's called, they nod and wink and go, yeah, it's really death, but we don't want to tell them. That means you're cut off. That, look, folks, that means no, no repentance, okay? So even when they repent and they say they're a Christian, you go, yeah, something just wrong with that guy. I, just, I don't feel as hard. I don't, I'm, what's wrong? It, it all has to do with deals that they made, with, with agreements that, they've, that they made before they said they were Christian. There's a line that you can't cross. And besides that, it's Jesus that does the choosing. And he doesn't really, it's really the Father, God, that does the choosing. And Jesus, you know, Jesus, God is one, John 17. And we are, but we are also one. Without us, there wouldn't be any, oh, the Father and the Son are one. No, us Father and Son are one. People leave us out. All the, if you see teachers out there teaching that, where a human is kind of left to the side, then you get up and get the hell out of that pew. Get out of there. Because they're teaching you lies. We are one. I am one. I am Christ. See? And then I don't mean that like I'm Jesus. I don't mean like that I'm anointed. I mean, I am in Christ. I am one. 
I am God in that configuration. And I have my purpose that God created me for. But I'm also sharing in whatever, whatever it is. I'm a part of God. You know, I'm a, it's like if you're a finger, an arm, or an elbow of God. You're not separate. He needs us to pray. If, he was, if it was the way they teach, God wouldn't even need humans around. He would just, you know, he'd be happier without us. So they're lying to you. Without us, there is no story here. And there would be no reason to keep these people, the people that, you know, sold out, there's no reason to keep them alive. They're just, you know, useless eaters and fools, and you know, hate God or hate themselves or who knows. You know, what a wasted life. No, life without suffering is, is, is cruelty. Suffering yields wisdom to those who are brave enough to accept it. God bless. 3 a.m. Manana. 3 a.m. We are going to uh, we're going to raise the spirit of God over the whole world. And we are all, you and us here and you there and you there and fut- you know, who listen to it in the future, <clears throat> you join in. We're going to, uh, it's going to be powerful because before we put the, the human trafficking on the map, I mean, we, you know, everybody, but prayer is what did that. And then the enemy fought back. And now we're fighting back again. At, as, but only with the unction. We wouldn't even do it unless God brought it to us. How do we know? Because we all came to that conclusion at the same time. The only way that, that could happen is if the Holy Spirit uh, spoke to us all. And so, and the only reason we're doing it is because it will be successful. Whatever is prayed here will happen. Just like before. But you can't force it. If God doesn't have the unction, we had to back away and wait on the Lord. Now it's time to go. Who's with us? <laughs> it's so funny. The world changes according to our prayer. You can go back and listen if you like. You can just look at the news and look at the prayer and see what happens. It's all, you know, completely unpredictable. So, you know, it, 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 it's, you know, the, I can't believe they let us even do this because it's going to change all their plans. Just like it did before. That's a pretty powerful thing. And Lord, I just put up all the bullies, all the abusers. I put them all in your hands, Lord. Now it's time. I put them all in your hands, Lord, for justice, for the people that have been traumatized and abused and, and have, have, have been broken, unfortunately, and have been made derelict, unfortunately, by cruel people who kept mocking them and mocking them and mocking them for not being an NPC character. A dead man walking. In Jesus' name, amen. And we'll just more and more be speaking the words of God, you know, on everything. As you could see how easy it was.
because the spirit is there and the spirit makes things effortless to come up with a scripture that describes the situation exactly to the letter way back in Isaiah, Isaiah 10. Can you believe that? Can you, that, that there would be um, a, a book so powerful, so, so supernatural that it would just, would just alter, would just become that, an extension of anyone who looks at it that's in the, in the spirit of God, that's in the Lord, that it would, that it would mold to, to, it would speak to you and guide you and lead you to something that would answer all your questions without you needing to do a deep dive on Google. It would just lead you there. And if we saw that ministering to us today, that I know the Lord's personally ministering to each and every one of you and me, because I personally need to be closer to God, and of course the old, the old techniques are always a thing, you know, fasting, praying, 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 praying the, the word, songs, whatever. And also the other side of it, rebuking the enemy. That's just as much word of God. If you're more of a rebuker, then get on to rebuking. That's fine. If you want to, and, and those who actually have the task of mocking the devil, which gets them really mad, that's like waving the red cape in front of the bull. God bless you and God protect you. You're doing the Lord's work. When you laugh at the devil, you do the, the Lord's work. When you mock these people who abuse you because you're not fitting in with their little idea of what reality is, and of course they're wrong, wrong as, wrong as could be, you're doing the Lord's work. Amen. That's it. And we're going to be, uh, we gotta go, I got to rest up. Um, well, we've had a few songs lately, you know, a few, a few new things lately. So that's good. I'll be composing more. No worries. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you out there. Well, I see you in the spirit. And I'm looking forward to this, like, wave. It's like, I feel like we're just catching another huge wave. Just a, This one's for all the marbles, for all the lives on earth. This prayer group is for all the lives on earth. It's, for, it's, it's going to change the entire world. Because it's prayer. Because it's God. I can't change the entire world. I mean, I could, but I'm not on my own. The Skippy stuff, I can't even play it anymore. It's like... <laughs> I can't stand listening to that kid scream. It's 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 beyond horror. You know, it's uh but it is all part of the same thing. You just gotta laugh. You just have to laugh. One more time for this gang stock song, you know, just just since since uh Jay Dyer is so smart. He says that anyone who says this exists is mentally ill, and uh, it's just like it's just like he, he probably used to, to to talk about satanic panic too. You know, here you go. Now I can't believe that Alex actually puts him on the air. It's hard to believe. I guess it's about discernment, right? I'm going to the cornerstone, find some rope. Two hundred four.
to the edge Find other people that fled from me Some rope to hang from. 